Today, July 12, 2020, our worship service number 198 since we started the church. Did you pass the test? That's what we're going to talk today, and we invite you to our viewers going to the website and download the bulletin of today. Will you please join me reading the scripture on the screen? We read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what He wants and He will help you go the right way. Trust the Lord completely. In every trial, in every test, in every circumstance, you need to trust the Lord completely. Have you gone through a test, a test lately? I, I don't think that there is one person that is not going through a test in these days. Everybody. We all are going through different kind of tests in these days. And it is not fun. But what is what we need to do? If we review the scripture one more time, it says, trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own what? Knowledge. But knowledge equals abilities, your experience, your power, your money, your contacts, your intelligence, your strength. Basically, what the scripture is telling us that in all circumstances, what we need to do is just to trust in the Lord completely. But it's not easy because sometimes it's like we say, yes, I trust in God, but I know I have the money to pay for that. I trust in God, but I have a, a friend that is uh, the manager of this company, so he can help me. I trust in God, but you know, I have a great uh, experience in this particular field. I trust in God, but, uh, but I think I can manage. So, you know, we... we we face the challenges erroneously because we say, I trust in God, but. And you know what the word but means? means everything that I just said doesn't count. <laughs> Every time you hear somebody saying, da -da 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 -da, but, that means whatever I just said, it doesn't matter. So imagine yeah. when we say, I trust in the Lord, but I know how to handle this. I trust in the Lord, but I have understanding of these situations. I trust in the Lord, but I think I can manage. That's the problem. That's the problem. We need to get rid of this idea. We need to depend entirely on the Lord our God. Now, tests, where the tests are being done? Where? In a school, in the workplace, to obtain a license, to get a certification, to get something inspected. And sometimes the tests are in our health, correct? In all these scenarios, whether it's to obtain a degree or to get a job or a promotion or to obtain a license or certification to make money, or to get inspected a house or a car or whatever, or to make sure that our health is in good shape. In all those tests, we struggle with one idea in mind. What is that idea? What if I don't pass? <laughs> mm, what if I don't make it? Now, 
This is important to see it because fear will take you to lose. So fear is one wrong idea in our minds that we need to get rid of. Fear, every time you are in fear, you are going to lose. It doesn't matter what is what you do. I remember my mother in the kitchen showing me how to pour something like uh, lemonade from a pitcher into a cup, a simple glass. And I remember my mother saying to me, don't be afraid. Get it right. And I said, Mama, but it's too heavy. I was little. And she says, but you can handle it. Just grab it right. Look what I am doing. She showed me how to do it. No one drop outside of the glass. No one drop. And she says, now you do it. Every time I I was afraid, I made a mess. Because fear will take you to lose, to fail. And that is something that we cannot do, my friends. We, we don't need to do that. We don't need to be afraid. Being afraid paralyzes you. Yeah. But once I started to understand that I needed to believe that I can do it and develop a little bit of faith in me, Mama said to me, come on, do it. And I grabbed the pitcher and I have the glass. And initially she says, grab the glass. So I grab the glass and I grab the pitcher and I go, I got it, mama, I got it. And she says, you see, when you have a little bit of faith, you can win. You can pass the test. Faith. And she said then, well, I want you to do something. Now, grab another glass. Put it there on the kitchen counter. But don't touch it. Just let the pitcher fill it up. Oh, mama, that would be a mess. No, if you believe, if you have faith, you will make it. Okay. And I did it. And slowly I learned how to pass the test. Faith will take you to that level, my friend, in everything you do. That's why it's so important that you are surrounded by positivism. You have to be surrounded by optimistic people. You need to be listening to something that is inspirational, something that will encourage you and gives you motivation. Is that what you are listening? I don't know. Now, certainly in order to succeed, we need to prepare ourselves. So I want to tell you quickly, what are the things that whenever you are going through a test, you should do and especially for those students. The first thing that you need to do in order to prepare yourself for any tests, you got to play. You have to pray. Pray to God. And put the process in his hands. Are you, get, are you looking for a certification? Are you looking for some license to operate new things, new software, or whatever you are doing? Pray, pray, pray. Why? Because we need to trust completely in the Lord. That's the first step. We need to trust Him because we trust we're going to pray and we're going to ask Him. Please, Lord, give me the ability. Give me the understanding of this. You pray and then you study. I remember one of my teachers in the engineering school, Trachtenberg, Jewish, mean teacher that I had. Oh, boy. He was difficult. But one day somebody asked me, Dr. Trachtenberg, you are so good. 
knowing all these things about physics and all this, that electronics, I don't remember what, what he taught, but uh, how did you do it? Did you take any medicines or vitamins or a special diet? And he was in front of the classroom, and with all respect, this is what he did. He says, you want to know how I learned? And he says, yeah. And then he turned around, he showed us his butt, and he said, with this. And we are looking at him like, what is he trying to say? And then he said, I sit down and I study. I'm not like you. Which is one of the things, you know, in order to pass a test, you got to study. Some people think that because they pray, that's it. No, you got to study. And one way to prepare yourself is to answer, to write your answers to whatever is what you are studying. Write the answers. It's a simple practice. Who discovered America? Christopher Columbus. What year was that? 1492. Write it and then rehearse the test. It's part of your preparation. You have somebody there with you. Ask me the question and I will tell you the answer. And you tell me if, this work, if that is right or not. Boom. And then you got to believe. If you pray, if you study, you write your answers, you rehearse the test, you have to believe. You believe, the Lord will help you and it's going to work. And finally, a very simple thing. Before the night, the night before of your test, you need to rest well. You don't rest well, you are going to be so beat up the next day. It's bad. Some people don't study during the whole process. You know, they study the last two days and they sleep two hours every day. That is just wrong. No. No, that's not, not right. And you know what happens when you, all do, you do all that? You are going to gain confidence. Because you prayed, you study, you have the knowledge, the understanding, you are trusting in the Lord, you believe in the Lord, you believe in yourself, you rest well, now you have confidence. Now, you know what? Confidence will take you to have a good attitude. Which is the, the, the characteristic of a good attitude, my friends? In, in all aspects of life, the person is nice. When you have a good attitude, you are going to be nice to people. And especially when it's a, a test, you need to be nice to the teacher, to whoever is going to run the test for you. You have to be nice. You don't need to be frightened. But you don't have to be arrogant or and prideful either. You just need to be nice. You have... You have a good attitude because you have confidence, because you did your work, and you are going to be calm. You are just calm because you are trusting in God. You see that? Simple. Now, who tests you? Well, any authority will test you. Teachers, if you are in a school. Inspector, instructor, a judge will test you. Parents test children. Supervisors test employees. Life will test you, and ultimately, God will test you. Because what he wants you is to grow in life. You need to learn to grow in life. That's why this is scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, 
It says, trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what He wants and He will help you go the right way. Now, friends, what is exactly the meaning of passing a test? Passing a test means improving. Passing a test is not just saying, I got the degree, I got the certification. It's improving. That's the idea of, of the tests. <laughs> you know that in life you will have abundance and also you will have scarcity. You know that. It's just the process of life. And you are going, through go, you are going to go through so many tests in your life and challenges. And one of those is when you have abundance. Some people think that when they have a scarcity is when they are being tested. Well, yes. But also when people have abundance are being tested. Are they willing to share the abundance with others? With the needy ones? When you have scarcity, you are certainly in a test. We are being tested in those moments. You know, life has tremendous joys. Joy and horrible sorrow as well. It's part of the, the trials of life, friends. It's part of life. There are seasons when you are just so joyful. There's so much celebration day and night, day and night. And there are other seasons when there is just so much sorrow and sadness and frustration. You know, in life you will see babies being born. But also you see funerals. And it's so beautiful, right? To see the babies and buying the outfits and all that. And then you check the little fingers and it's so pretty. And then you say, your ears are like your daddy's ears. Oh, that nose, that's your grandma's nose. You know, it's so beautiful. And there is a test with that. But what about the funeral? It's another test. And, and we need to go through all that. But we, sometimes we just don't want to go through things in life like this. You know, there are many, many wonderful celebrations like a wedding. My favorite part of a wedding always is the cake. I just love the wedding cakes. Always like them. But you know what? In life, as we see a lot of weddings, we see a lot of divorce as well. And it's part of life. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. True? Yes. It will be nice that all is victory, victory after victory, triumph, 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 conquering. But no, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It's part of life. Part of life is sometimes you have people around you. You remember those get-togethers, Christmas, Thanksgiving, your birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever. All these people around the table and there is a lot of noise and so beautiful and everyone is happy. And you are just so excited and grateful and you want that day to last forever. But no, it's going to stop. And there are other times when you are alone and you just remember. Sometimes during holidays, it's about to come Christmas and you are just thinking of those who are gone. It's part of life and you have to learn that because everything in life goes through cycles and processes like being healthy or being sick. 
when, when we are healthy, we are being on the, under a test from God. And when we are sick, we are also under a test from God. Sometimes we go through seasons where we are so positive, friends. And other times we are in seasons where we are so depressed. This is just, just the way that we feel sometimes. There are seasons when we are just acquiring, right? We buy this, we buy this, we buy this, we buy that, and it's just putting things in. And there are other seasons, you know, when you just need to get rid of certain things. You are just thinking, I don't know what to do with all this stuff that I have here. <laughs> and in, in both situations, you are being tested. Yeah. There are seasons when you are full of faith. And you just feel that you can conquer everything. You can go to the Everest. You feel sometimes that you are so full of faith that you can touch a sick person. It's going to be healed by faith in Jesus. You see the mountains that you say, I'm going to jump on these mountains. I'm going to tell the mountains to move. Yeah, sometimes we are like that. And there are other days when we are so hopeless. Yeah. We are just thinking, what's, what's wrong with me? You're just thinking, is this the way that my life will be? For the rest of my life? It's the way that life is. Sometimes we are in seasons when we are making friends everywhere. Everywhere. Friends here, friends there. Contacting people here and there are other seasons when we are losing friends. Where, where are my friends? I just lost another friend. Another friend. People changing cities, moving to other state. Sometimes we feel that we are at the top of the hill. Right? Man, we are out there. And other times we feel like we are flat as a tortilla on a plate. <laughs> flat. It's just like a so down and we are being tested in all those circumstances we are we are sometimes we are hiring people and sometimes we are firing people sometimes we are the ones being hired and sometimes we are the ones being fired in all those things we are being tested You know, friends, it's true. Sometimes we laugh so hard that we even pee on our pants. There's so much laughter that you just can't stand it. You, my gosh. And sometimes you are crying so much day after day after day that eventually you try to cry. You just don't have even tears. And you don't understand why is that. Well, it's because it's the process of life. It's so wonderful to be a child, right? And we see the adults. Eventually we are the adults. And we see the children. Things change, huh? There was a season when we saw the old people. And now we are the old people. <laughs> it just changes. Everything changes. And we are wondering, what's next? What's next? We will talk more about this, but... I will tell you this, that what's next, next Sunday, July the 19th, I'm going to tell you about 
biblical declarations that we must be expressing constantly. And I'm going to give you wonderful sets of, sets of scriptures that you can declare day and night. I'm going to present to you scriptures that are related with your family, with your health, with your finances, with your spiritual walk, with eternity, salvation, etc. Forgiveness. All those wonderful declarations, you will see it here next Sunday. But if we go back to the scripture of today, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what He wants. And He will help you go the right way. What is what He wants? So if I can ask you this question. What do you think that right now the Lord wants from you? I want you to take a second. Breathe in and out. What do you think the Lord wants you to do now? In the midst of your trial, in the midst of the test, in the midst of the circumstances where you are. Because with every step you take, think about what He wants. And He will help you go the right way. He will help you. He will not abandon you. What we know is we will have more challenges, my friends. We will have more challenges. Yeah, we saw wonderful things the last year, 2019 and 2020. Many challenges. And, you know, it was so funny. I saw this post. You remember back in the future movies? The doctor, the crazy doctor and Marty. Yeah. You know, you remember that? And the, the, the post doc says, Marty, for any reason, under any circumstance, Put in the time machine 2020. That's not good. <laughs> it's funny, right? Because we will never forget 2020. My goodness gracious. But you know what? We don't know what 2021 has. We have no idea what is going to happen in 2025. We know what is going to happen in 2064, year 2064. You need to read my book. It's a joke. We just don't know, but what we know is this, friends, that whatever challenges we have, we need to be humble before God. So are you being humble today in the presence of God? What is the meaning of being humble in the presence of God? Is that you accept that He is God and you are not. You accept that He is the one making the decisions and you are the subject of His decisions. Basically, you will say, it is his will, not mine. That is the meaning of being humble. Because he is the authority of the universe. He knows what he's doing. He knows all the time what he's doing in our lives. He knows what is going on in the world. He knows everything. There is nothing that he doesn't know. He knows everything is the almighty God that we worship. Therefore, you must be humble you need to surrender and accept his will why is this deal that in the midst of trials you always are fighting and arguing and complaining and even talking back to God and calling him names and being so disrespectful why somebody will do such a thing it's the opposite we need to humble ourselves 
ourselves before God and say, Lord, it is your will. If this is your will, Lord, that I will go through this trial today, I'm going to trust in you, Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, 6, remember this. Trust in the Lord. Trust the Lord completely with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own knowledge. On every step you take, He will guide you to do His will. So you need to keep focused on the Lord. That is the big challenge. What, what is your concern right now, my friend? What is your main concern? Lunch? You got to be kidding. What is your main concern? Think about it. Health problems? Marriage problems? Health problems? Money problems? Work problems? What is your main concern? You need to be humble before God. You need to surrender and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I, I, I have not been humble before you. I got to change. I need to accept your will. And you know what, Lord? I need to learn to keep myself focused on you. Focused on you, Lord. That is the way that you will make it. I promise you that you will make it. If you do those three things that I just put on the screen, be humble before God, accept His will, and keep focused on Him. Trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what He wants and He will help you go the right way. He will help you. You just trust in Him. Trust in Him. Father, I don't know what is going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to do to pay these bills. I don't know what I'm going to do to get my health back or these problems that I have in my family. I don't know. I don't know, Lord, but I trust in you completely, completely, blindly. All of my heart is about to be trusting in you, Lord. That is the prayer, my friend. What are you waiting? What are you waiting? Give it all to him. Father, whatever you say, with every step you take, think about what he wants. Lord, what is what you want? That's the question you need to be asking. What is what you want, Father, from me? Because he will help you go the right way. He will. What is the best thing to do in life? Do you have an answer for that question? I do have an answer for that question. Many people say, the best thing to do in life is to become rich. Because with money, I'm good. That's not true. Money will not buy you happiness or peace or health or love or contentment. We'll give you a lot of stuff, but you know, money is not the answer. Not that you want to be lacking money either. But the best thing that you can do with your life is to find in God the true love and joy of your life. That's the best thing you can do in your life. Finding God the true love. Why is it that people are looking for in individuals the true love? That, that is idolatry. Do you hear me? 
idolatry. Love the Lord with all of your heart. That's the first commandment. You need to find, you need to search in God that true love because He will satisfy you. He will make you feel so good. He will make you feel so loved. He will give you much more of the peace that you need, the joy you need. Find in Him that true love and that true joy. Once you have the Lord in your heart and He is the number one in your heart, You know what? You are going to be so happy no matter what. Whether you have money or you don't have money. Whether you are healthy or you are sick. Whether you are old or young. Whether you have a degree or you do not. Whether you have a nice home or you are living in a tent. You will find in God the true love and the true joy in life. And it's all about here Where you are and now, this very moment. I'm going to tell you what happened to me through a period of my life. I got lost and confused. And I remember the Lord was telling me these ideas about Him be, becoming my true joy. Because I was telling Him, Lord, but I just want to be happy. And you know what He asked me? I will never forget the question He asked me. So am I not making you happy? Am I not able to fulfill your joy? Am I useless to you? Am I that little to you? I was in, in the beach in Chesapeake Bay in Virginia. And I just looked at the sky. And he was talking to me. And I said, forgive me, Lord. You are right. People cannot make me happy. Things cannot make me happy. I'm insulting you. Please forgive me, God. You can make me happy. And then he said to me, when? I said, now. Where? Here. That's the answer, son. That's the answer. I can make you happy here and now. Stop thinking of the past and stop thinking of the future. Enjoy the day. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy where you are. Look around you. You know what I did? I wrote in a piece of paper. The Lord makes me happy here and now. And I made a copy of this little paper note and I put it in, with tape in different places, in my home, in my cars. As a reminder. And I was driving sometimes and suddenly I was thinking of something, you know, like we all do. Oh, being with somebody will be so nice. Oh, if only I could have this thing, it would be so nice. If only I was somewhere else, I would be so nice. I'm just daydreaming, thinking, like we all do, right? Because for some reason, we are just aiming to something. And when I'm driving, and then suddenly I see the paper that I wrote. The Lord can make me happy here and now. That changed me. Changed me. Because he 
is the joy of my life. He is my true love. When I find in God that love and that joy, the rest of the things become so unimportant. And I give him the right place in my life. That was the process that I needed to go through to understand that the test was all about that. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Because unless you are a twin, you came along in this world. And that's the way that you will go. By the way, do you know the rate of twins in America in the last 100 years? 3.3%. So 97%, 96% of the people we come along to this world, in this world. And that's the way that we will go. Are you ready for the final test? Okay, I'm going to be very straightforward with you guys here. If today is the last day of your life, are you ready for that final test? Are you ready to say, Lord, I'm ready to go with you? Why not? Well, because I, what? Is it really God, the most important person in your life? Is it really heaven, your real goal in life? What a question that we need to reflect about. Because today we have the opportunity to make things right. You know what the Lord says? He says, if only you give me your whole heart and you learn to love me and adore me, first of all, I will show you that I am the true love, the true joy in life. And then I will give you the desires of your heart. He will give you the desires of your heart. He will. The things that you even can't imagine, he will give you. People and things. He will. But when you put God right there at the top of your priorities. But you know what is the problem, friends? That we, we, we have not here. We have somebody or several somebodies and stuff all the way in the priority list. And somewhere down the road, the word God with lower cases, small eight font. That's what we do. But what if today was the final day of our lives? What if today was the day that we are going to go to, to die? Are you ready for that final test? Are you longing to be with God? Let me tell you something. That's, that's the most important thing that we need to understand in life. It's all about Him and eternity. Trust me, if you give your whole heart to God, He will change everything for you. He will make a revolution around your life and then you will be like, Wow, he did it because he loves you very much. But I know that some people have trouble because never have given their hearts to God. Is that your case? My dear viewer, listener, is that your case? That you never, never have opened your heart to God fully. Perhaps today is the day. I invite you, open your heart. Read this prayer with me. Dear God, I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I am so sorry. I need you, Lord. 
I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. And He will help you, my friend. Because it's exactly on the cross. The holy cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Where, where you can find that salvation in your life. So we all can declare and say together. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year 2020. Yes, friends, receive the blessing of God in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful day with your family. And remember, He must be the number one in your lives. Let's give a hand to the good Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Amen. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served I know, I know, I know, I know Victory Church. We hope you enjoyed the video.